So with all this discussion and all the hysteria regarding the province cutting Toronto's council in half, it sure has a lot of people asking, you know, what does your councillor actually do? Why do we need so many? Because when I need something done, I just call 311. Send a truck, great, they're great, perfect. Well, the bottom line is the job of your city councillor is to, among other things, deal with issues in your community. Your water's not working, go. Your road's got a big hole in it. Call your council. All these little things that are your day-to-day life should be taken care of by your counselor. But when it comes to Toronto's council, well, nothing gets done. The counselors have, I think, by and large, become too activist, worrying about their own special interests rather than the people who actually voted them in. And in one community, a family has been begging their counselor for months to come and do something about the drug addicts and the homeless people now sleeping essentially on their front lawn. You know, they openly smoke crack and shoot up heroin right in front of their three young kids. And the whole neighborhood's fed up with it, no matter how many times they beg the city counselor to act. Nothing gets done. Months later, I've talked to this family already and nothing has changed. So this dad has decided he's going to put his money where his mouth is. He's not complaining anymore. He's not you know, bitching and moaning and groaning, he's decided, I'm done. I'm going to run against this councillor for city council, who seems to have forgotten his job. Michael Barcelos, Barcelos, I'm probably not even saying it right, uh, is the one who's putting his money where his mouth is. He joins us now. Michael, your your life and, and the chaos in your life with, you know, drug dealers, drug addicts, homeless people has gotten so bad in your neighborhood. You're no longer depending on your counselor, but you want to become one? Yes. Um, well, I've noticed that uh, after multiple tries of uh, communication and getting, you know, uh, in-personal emails, uh, robotic emails, um, it's just... Uh, and, and in time spans of waiting between, you know, when counselor has time, with an, like with such a like serious topic, when there's children and people that are uncomfortable in a in a community, let alone just one small confined area, um, I found that the only thing left for me to do is take a leave of absence, and and actually run for it myself. And so for the listeners who don't really understand what's been going on, because you've been actually, this came to my attention a few months ago when on your Twitter, you know, your kids were playing with a guy smoking crack right, right next to them. And I thought maybe it would get better when it became an issue for the city councillor, who is Joe Cressy in your particular writing. But it's festered and gotten worse, which surprised me. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's very surprising to me as well. Uh, that was, that's, that's what led me to this whole getting involved personally um and taking it on i mean i'm a i've been in this neighborhood my entire life my family's been here for 45 plus years um i'm familiar with it i am not oblivious to the drug usage i'm a recovered addict of 10 years um so i mean i'm more for rehabilitation opposed to enabling the addict so i mean and I, i i'm actually i would like to rephrase that you know, other members of society, mm-hmm. not really just the addict. Um, you know, nobody wants to be uh, an addict. Nobody. So, uh, and what I see right now is just there's a dead end situation. As a matter of fact, it, there is no success rate for it. Um, it's just, and when someone's scared to OD, 
it's a healthy scared, I would think. You know, I was. It was for me. Right. And so the issue is that you've essentially had a respite um, yes. housing facility dropped into your, your neighborhood, and it's brought with it a whole host of problems. Well, yeah. Well, that's the first thing. Um, I mean, th- there was no communication with these, uh, once again, senseless flyers, to the impersonals, I would say, um, better to say, um, flyers to the door to state that there was going to be a 24-hour respite that we were aware when it was a winter shelter, just an emergency winter shelter. We don't, we're, I mean, it's obvious. I mean, we have a homeless problem. We, we do, we, I mean, we do what we can with our city now, but when it turned into a respite, 20, like all 24 seven all year round and we weren't notified it was really blindsiding and not only that but it brought and with the 500 meters away from a a a safety injection site uh, it's obvious that um they haven't got any experience with any of this uh it's it's not comfortable and it's uh i believe it's irresponsible from not even letting us know to give us fair warning Right. And so the counselor in particular, Mr. Cressy, you've asked him time and time and time again. I have asked him time again when he's going to go into this area and fix this. And he, he, in your words, has done nothing. Um, uh, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Um, all he said is, uh, what, you know, uh, I'm going to try to up security. And then he called me. Uh, he organized the time to speak to me, which is a couple of days after email. And he stated to me that, oh, um, you know, uh, sorry for not following up right away, as I had mentioned, and like, oh, I, I slipped my, or like, this kind of like slipped my mind, or I didn't know I was supposed to type a deal. And then it's, it's crazy. Um, uh, yeah, so he had said to me that he had passed by a couple of times. So I went and I literally asked them next door, and they haven't, they, they have no idea what he even looks like or who he is, actually. And, uh, and so are like, you know, and so that's really, including the managers who know what he looks like. And so is the whole is the whole neighborhood? Are they all frustrated? Very, very on different like on different topics. Um, it's it's I've addressed the neighbors. I've took it upon myself now with this leave of absence to, to get in contact with everybody, including store owners. And just actually the other day, I went to the store and she she was bandaged up, and I was wondering what happened because I actually kind of slipped my finger at the store, and she was like, "Would you like a band aid?" I went over to her and I'm like, hey, what happened to you? And she's like, oh, someone tried to steal a lighter from my shelf. And, and I was trying to fight him for it. And I was like, and I was at awe. I was like, wow, this is really bad for business on top. And so everybody's being affected right across the board. Right. But th- uh, there is a, and it's interesting because we have this huge fight going on in Toronto with cutting council in half. Okay. And so when I heard that there was an emergency meeting being held tonight, I thought, okay, well, Maybe that's in regards to the issues going on outside your front door, which is the drugs in that. But it actually isn't. No, it isn't. And to be perfectly honest with you, I signed up because of this issue. It's not like, I mean, I don't understand that the city's not so, I mean, the topic isn't solely about this. I mean, there's other topics that need to be addressed. But this is a major one, um, which I, I have experience in. And, um, and it, regardless if it's a 25 or, you know, or 44 or whatever it may be. Uh, I mean, this this issue goes right across the city. So um, we're going to wait. My my team and I are going to wait for uh, Bill 5 to go, you know, what happens with Bill 5 and then 
I'll release um, my platform and everything else. Right. But again, I, I think a lot of people look at the counselors and, and I feel like they've lost touch with what they're supposed to do. They seem more intent on fighting to keep their jobs right now than, than getting into the communities and helping. Well, yeah. Well, that that's a problem right off the right off the gecko that I found, and that's why I want to go back. Like, I would be implementing what I remember as counselors uh, from counselors as a child. You know, I'd be out there in the public daily. You know, uh, interacting with the public, uh, knowing the, that ground level. You know what's happening with my com- with the community I'm supposed to be representing. Um, so that's what we haven't had. No one has. I mean, I have asked everyone if they've ever seen their counselor, and the first thing that everyone says is that they've never seen them only only during election time. So you know, it's gotten comfortable, impersonal. It's it's just yeah, yeah. Uh, and just before I let you go, um, I know the province today said that they're putting these safe injection sites on hold. Um, do you do you think that's the better way to go? Put them on hold until they figure out how to do this properly. I believe, so. yeah, well, one hundred percent. I mean, it they. It, it, it's not making any sense um, to personally to me as an addict. See, what happens is that we're making it very comfortable for the addict, uh, for, for someone who has an addiction. And the thing is, is I, I know personally that the, if you fast forward it for them by making them feel uncomfortable is when they're finally going to get to a more than likely get to a level where they're going to be ready for a source of healing. Did you so, ever did you ever imagine your neighborhood would be the way it is? So yeah, like that like I said, I grew up in the city my whole life. I'm not like drugs are not foreign to me and and like being out in the city life is and see the thing is, is I, I don't even like to say that because that's what we've sugarcoated it with. This lack of attention to it has now been, you know, sugarcoated. We've convinced ourselves that this is city li- living. Yeah. It's not. And it that's that's where the, our first problem is is that we've gotten it's gotten comfortable. Yeah. Um, well, we'll we'll check in with you and see how things go, and good luck with the emergency meeting. But we will check in with you again. Yeah. Okay. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks, Michael. No, thank you very much. Bye bye. Mm, that is Michael Barcelos, who's going to run, be a politician. We'll see what that brings.